Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello and welcome to this podcast edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here on your favorite podcast location, whether it's iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to download, listen in, and subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. My name is Alfie and I'll be joining you here to deliver to you another brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. But this is no ordinary edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Oh no, it's a special edition as we are getting ready to celebrate the Roval Race Weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway coming up this weekend of the 6th through the 8th. And uh, congratulations to our six winners that we drew earlier today who won themselves a pair of tickets to the Charlotte Roval Race on Sunday, October 8th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And we also threw in two passes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So congratulations to those six lucky listeners who won that spectacular prize package of tickets to the Roval Race and passes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Compliments of Southern Race Week Radio, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and also the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. And then also, of course, uh, uh, we got to thank Greg Walter and the staff over at Charlotte Motor Speedway as well for providing uh, those two tickets. So uh, congratulations once again to those lucky six listeners. We are going to reach out to you via the Southern Race Week Radio Facebook Messenger to get your information so we can get you those tickets uh, to enjoy a great weekend in the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina. But uh, we before we look ahead and what's going on, this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Roval Race Weekend. Uh, we're going to, of course, take a look back at what happened this past weekend in the world of racing in NASCAR as well as the NHRA with the Southern Race Week Radio Weekend Racing Recap. So let's get to it right now as we take a look at all the action that occurred. Oh, well, I got to mention who's going to be on the show. I'm jumping a little bit ahead of myself. I was so excited about the Roval Race Weekend, which is also an elimination race in the round of 12. Uh, I forgot to mention who's going to be on the program this week. And this is going to be a special Charlotte edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As we mentioned, the Roval Race Weekend coming up this weekend. And, of course, our six lucky listeners who's going to be attending the Roval Race and also checking out the NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is a special Charlotte edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We will hear from the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Winston Kelly, the executive vice president and general manager of Charlotte Motor Speedway, Greg Walter, and then also Betsy Gustafson, of the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. So those great guests will be joining us here to tell us all about the great benefits of visiting Charlotte, especially this upcoming weekend for the Roval Race Weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So we'll hear from those great guests coming up here in just a matter of moments. But before we do that, as I mentioned just moments ago, a very exciting weekend of racing in NASCAR and in the NHRA. We'll break it down for you right now as we bring you our weekend racing recap on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Now, the Xfinity Series had the week off. They did not race uh, this past weekend. Here are the current point standings right now in the Xfinity Series. John Hunter Nemechek 
and Justin Allgaier, who are number one and two in the playoff rankings, have already advanced to the next round via their victories in this round of the playoffs in the Xfinity Series. Cole Custer is number three. Austin Hill is fourth. Chandler Smith is fifth. Sammy Smith is sixth. Sheldon Creed is seventh. Daniel Hemrick is eighth. And then these drivers are below the cut line. That is Parker Klingerman in ninth. Jed Burton in tenth. Josh Berry in eleventh. And Sam Mayer rounding out the top 12. Now, the Xfinity Series will be back in action this upcoming weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. It'll be the elimination race in the round of 12 in the Xfinity Series. And that's going to be coming up on Saturday, October 7th for the drive for the Cure 250 presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. The green flag will drop at 3 p.m. Eastern Time Saturday afternoon. You can catch the race on the Big NBC Radio coverage provided by the Performance Racing Network, which can also be heard on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. Now over to the results of the Truck Series race from Talladega on Saturday as Brett Moffitt made it a NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series start to remember, pulling off an amazing three-wide move to the front during an overtime restart to claim the victory in Saturday's Love's RV Stop 250 at Talladega Super Speedway. The former series champion's first series race of the 2023 season, ending in his first super speedway victory. It was a typical dramatic day on the 2.66-mile Talladega High Banks, taking an overtime restart to settle the busy day of competition. Moffitt's restarted on the front row alongside Craftsman Truck Series playoff driver Christian Eckes, following a 10-truck accident with two laps remaining in regulation that forced the overtime finish. Eckes moved up the track to block Moffitt from a run, but the veteran Moffitt def definitely dropped his number 34 front row motorsports forward to the middle of the track and pulled away to a 0.089 second victory over playoff driver Ben Rhodes, while Eckes's lost momentum drifted backwards and ended up 19th. All eight Talladega truck playoff races have now been won by non-playoff drivers. Ben Rose was your runner-up, Dean Thompson finishing third, Chandler Smith in fourth, and Corey Hine rounding out the top five. And here's how the point standings right now look as we uh, take a look at the Truck Series point standings right now. Corey Hine is your number one ranked driver, and he's already advanced himself into the next round with a victory a couple of weeks ago at uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. Carson Hosefer is second. Christian Eckes is third. Nick Sanchez is fourth. And then these drivers are below the cutoff line. Grant Enfinger in fifth. Ben Rhodes sixth. Ty Majeski in seventh. And Zane Smith rounds out the top eight. The Truck Series will take a couple of weeks off, and they'll be back in action on Saturday, October 21st in the elimination race in the round of eight for the Truck Series. It'll be at the Homestead Miami Speedway for the Baptist Health 200. Once again, that'll be on Saturday, October 21st. Over to the Cup Series action, Ryan Blaney's number 12 team Penske Ford crossed the finish line about a foot ahead of Kevin Harvick's number Ford Ford to claim a victory in a thrilling final 10-lap push to the checkered flag on Sunday at Talladega Super Speedway. With the win, Blaney's third at Talladega. He punched his ticket to the next round of the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Ryan Blaney, after the race, explained how this week will be so much easier after advancing to the round of eight after his victory at Talladega. Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot easier, um, for sure. Uh, it does take some pressure off. Uh, I mean, you go try to win the race next week for sure, but maybe you can be a little bit more aggressive, mm -hmm. you know, on stages or back. Uh, maybe you flip the stages, try to go win the race, you know, instead of having to go get points, mm -hmm. 
in the stages. I, I feel like a lot of guys are going to have to do that if they're on that that agenda of kind of being close to the cut line. So it just kind of changes the way you approach it a little bit too. But yeah, very relieving. That's for sure. Blaney led eight laps but was out front the final two laps to secure the win over Harvick, whose car was disqualified during post-race technical inspection for violating rules involving windshield fasteners. It's Blaney's second one of the season and the ninth of his career. With Harvick's disqualification, playoff drivers Byron and Denny Hamlin finished second and third, respectively. Corey LaJoy was fourth for his third career top five finish as he came across just ahead of multi-car accident with Austin Sindrick finishing fifth. Chase Elliott, Justin Haley, Ryan Priest, and Riley Herbst making only his fourth career Cup Series start and Daniel Suarez rounding out the top ten. And take a look at the current point standings right now in the Cup Series playoffs. William Byron and Ryan Blaney are number one and two in the playoff standings, and they have already advanced to the round of eight with their victories over the last two races. Danny Hamlin is third. Christopher Bell is fourth. Chris Buescher is fifth. Martin Truex Jr. is sixth. Kyle Larson seventh. Brad Keselowski is eighth. And then these four drivers are below the cut line. That's Tyler Reddick in ninth, Bubba Wallace in tenth, Ross Chastain in eleventh, and Kyle Busch rounding out the top twelve. And coming up this weekend, it'll be an elimination race in the Cup Series play as we'll go from 12 to 8 drivers as we will lose 4 drivers after the Bank of America Roval 400 race which is coming up this Sunday, October 8th. The green flag will drop at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch the race on the Big NBC and radio coverage provided by the Performance Racing Network which can also be heard on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. Over to the NHRA, the third race of the NHRA countdown of the championship was a statement for some and a cider for others. And with just three races to go before the big trophies are awarded, the intensity is higher than ever before. Clay Milliken, Matt Hagen, Greg Anderson, and Gage Herrera each claimed important wins in front of a huge crowd of the 12th annual NHRA Midwest Nationals. And to check out other winners of Wally's over the past weekend of the NHRA, and also the current playoff standings as well for each different classification in the NHRA, just head on over to NHRA.com. And the NHRA will take the week off, but they'll be back in action October, October 12th through the 15th for the Texas NHRA Fall Nationals at the Texas Motoplex. And once again, that'll be October 12th through the 15th. And there you go. That is a look at your weekend racing recap for you here on this week's edition of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Heather DeVoe, co-host of the Mics Are Hot podcast, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Southeast. We continue on with this special edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, our special Charlotte Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we get set to welcome in NASCAR Nation to Charlotte for the Bank of America Roval 400 race weekend with the Xfinity Series race on October 7th on Saturday, and then the Cup Series race on October 8th, both of them with implications in the playoffs, especially for the Cup Series, because that'll be the elimination race, as we will eliminate four drivers and then move on to the round of eight. And uh, joining us this week here on this special Southern Race Week edition, uh, we have the main man in charge, the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which is located ironically, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in great friend of the show, Mr. Winston Kelly! How you doing, my friend? Good to be back. 
Mr. Kelly, it's always an honor and a privilege to have you here on Southern Racing Radio. You're a great friend of the show, and we always appreciate it when you can carve out a couple of minutes here to join us here on, on this week, but especially this special week of Southern Racing Radio as we're celebrating Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Roval Race Weekend, which is going to be coming up here in just a, a matter of weeks. And I know that you're going to be anticipating a, a big set of fans coming out to the NASCAR Hall of Fame to check out everything that is going on, and especially with the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. I'm sure you got a lot of great uh, exhibits and things to do to celebrate NASCAR's 75th anniversary. We do. We uh, installed our newest Glory Road earlier this year that uh, while it's going to be in for three years, it does kind of speak to NASCAR's 75th anniversary and the breadth and depth of NASCAR with eight different divisions represented there. Uh, we've got our 75th uh, anniversary the uh, exhibit that's in the great hall area that talks about some of the themes, everything from innovation to diversity, the importance of the military to NASCAR is in there. Uh, and one of the big things that we've got going on uh, that weekend is on Friday, we are doing our event that we call over the edge where uh, a bunch of us idiots repel off the side of the embassy suites across the street. And we raise money for our NASCAR hall of fame foundation that helps fund economically disadvantaged schools in the area to be able to come to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, and we're gonna have a tremendous number of activities. This is the fifth year we've done it, but this is the first year we've moved it to Friday of race week with a lot of activities, food trucks, DJ, entertainment going on on the plaza out front of the NASCAR Hall of Fame to raise money to help those who are less fortunate. So that's just one of the many uh, activities that'll be going on uh, over Bank of America Robo 400 weekend. Now, will you be one of those idiots that'll be participating in this event? Because I think you've done it before. Have, have you done this before? I have. And uh, the NASCAR Foundation brought the concept to us a number of years back. Uh, and then they focus on their own event that's in Daytona now. And I looked at them and I said, now, let, let me get this straight. You want me to go down the side of a 10-story building and raise money doing that? I said, you do realize that there are two things in life I do not care for. One is asking people for money, and two is heights. <laughs> and in my position, how do I avoid it? And I couldn't figure a way to avoid it, but uh, I have done it, and it is exhilarating. Uh, you do have to get a little accustomed to it. And the fundraising process uh, is however people do it. Uh, but I send out emails to a bunch of friends they can click on and, and choose to contribute or not. It's not a, you know, you're trying to shake somebody down or going person to person uh, and have done fairly well with uh, with raising money. Uh, last year, the Hall of Fame, the last 12 months, we awarded over $47,000 in scholarships to schools and students and over 4,000 students got to come here that otherwise wouldn't have. And we're just looking to raise that money, and it's all about uh, giving back to the community and folks who may not get exposed to our STEM-based education that we have. And that'll be on Friday, October 6th. Now, Mr. Kelly, if any listeners here want to be involved in, in this actual event, how can they go about uh, – is there a registering process? Do they do it on site? How do they go about to, to participate? In, in if, they, if they want to be an idiot and, and come down, rappel down a wall, what, how can they do that? If they, can, they just go to Charlotte overtheedge.org and we ask every repeller to raise or contribute at least a thousand dollars and you know it's really not that hard uh, i just sent out my emails you know I've, I've contributed to my own repelling to start with 
but I raised a couple of thousand dollars in about uh, a week and a half when I sent out an email to folks. And, you know, some give every year, some, you know, might give $5, $50 or, or more than that, but uh, it's very easy to do. But charlotteoverthedge.org. And if they're not inclined to actually repel, we're going to have some activities that uh, ask for very small donations like Plinko and a putt-putt game, et cetera. Uh, so folks that, that might want to just contribute at a smaller level to be able to have some fun and do that as well all throughout the day. We're speaking with the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Winston Kelly, on the special Charlotte Motor Speedway edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And, and Mr. Kelly, I've had the opportunity to go a couple of times to the NASCAR Hall of Fame when I visited Charlotte Motor Speedway. Love checking out the museum because no matter when you go or how often you go in between visits, it seems like it's always something new going on. You have a new exhibition or new exhibit, new Hall of Fame members. And one of the great things about your Hall of Fame compared to other major sports is that you let the fans be involved in selecting those members of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So maybe for some of our listeners who's not aware of the process, how's that process work for the fans to be involved in voting for the, the members of the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Well, there's two not two nominating committees, one for people who have uh, con- participated in NASCAR in the most recent 60 years. That's our modern ballot. And then the pioneer ballot is for folks that's career started 60 years prior. So once those names are selected, 10 on the modern era, five on the pioneer ballot, we have a fan vote that fans can go online and choose the two from the modern era and one from the pioneer ballot that they would like to vote for. And the those top vote getters, all that counts as one vote. And we have 63 people that vote on the inductees for the class of 2024, and that's one additional vote. That's the 64th vote. So the fan vote can't counts the same as anybody's vote that's in the room. And Jimmy Johnson, Chad Knauss, and Donnie Allison were the three that were selected for the class of 2024. And we'll have Chad and uh, Donnie both here on that Saturday, uh, October the 7th. Unfortunately, Jimmy's out of the country and not able to join us, but we'll have Chad and, and Jimmy here. But the fans can participate in an actual fan vote. And when we announce the inductees, the vote is conducted on the same day as the announcement at the Hall of Fame where fans can participate in that announcement. And we're the only Hall of Fame that do all that on the same day at the location that they'll be inducted. So we think our process is very special uh, and fan inclusive. And one of the things I love about the museum, Mr. Kelly, is that it's very interactive. Uh, there's a lot of cool things you can do. You get like a special card, you get to scan it. I know you can actually do like a physical pit stop with, you know, the gas can and changing tires, all that. My wife and I competed in, in doing that as well. She beat me. Well, I'm not surprised that your wife beat you, not because of you personally, but the ladies tend to do better in the simulator and the pit crew challenge because they're smoother and they don't try to overexert themselves or drive as hard as they can into turn one and then wreck and, and and they win more times than not. But you mentioned changing the exhibits out in the interactives. We changed out six significant exhibits between January and May of this year. Uh, all of them have interactive elements, but one of the ones uh, that's that's new is an explanation of the next gen race car with the actual clay model that Ford used to design it in Dearborn, Michigan, to present to their executives and in turn NASCAR to be the next-gen Ford Mustang. Then one of Joey Logano's cars right beside it. And then we've got an engine 
from stem to stern, the where you've got augmented reality that you can look inside the engine and still see how those components work that Roush H Racing built for us. Uh, one of the things that's on Glory Road that's newer uh, with the last exhibit is we've got these huge touchscreen TVs like that you can look inside the car, that you can uh, have it go inside one of the cars that's on Glory Roads, have a 360 degree view, and also have a lot of additional information and history on that car. You know, you mentioned the simulators, the pit crew challenge. Those have been two of our most popular for as long as we've been around. And one of my more recent favorites is a track map that you can research all the tracks that we race on uh, and be able to learn about them. But one element I like about it so much is you can pick four different tracks and lay them on top of each other. So you can see how small Martinsville is in relation to Talladega and in relation to a road course like a Road America uh, or even the Chicago street course. So just all kind of interactives. You can be a race reporter either on TV or radio. Uh, so uh, not short on things to do that are hands-on. Now, Mr. Kelly, if our listeners uh, want to learn more about the NASCAR Hall of Fame, uh, operation hours, and how to purchase their tickets as well, uh, where can we steer them to uh, get all that information? Simple. NASCARHall.com. You can buy tickets online. You know all the hours. Typically, this time of year, we're 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We will have some extended hours around race weekend, but everything is online and can be purchased in advance or can just uh, come in, buy a ticket at the door, and uh, we look forward to having you here. Hey, this is Katie Hettinger, pro weight mile driver for Anthony Campy Racing, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to the special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network itself as we continue on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and this is a very special edition uh, Southern Race Week Radio as we're celebrating everything in Charlotte because coming up here in just a matter of weeks, we'll have the Bank of America Roval 400 Race Weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And of course, the Xfinity Series will be available as well. They'll be on Saturday, October 7th for the Drive for the Cure 250. And then the all weekend wraps up with uh, the elimination race for uh, the Bank of America Roval 400 at the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. And to break down all the excitement and all the action that's going to be going on at the track over this weekend ladies and gentlemen let's welcome in the executive vice president general manager and great friend of the show from charlotte motor speedway ladies and gentlemen it's mr greg walter mr walter is always uh Great friend of the show, and we always appreciate it when you take some time to join us here on Southern Racing Radio. Hopefully, you're having a great day today, my friend. I am. Listen, you still have the best intro in all of sports radio, for sure. Many times I've been on your show, that never gets old. You're very hey, great. When we have a big deal guest on, we got to give him a big deal introduction, sir, and there's no bigger deal in the city of Charlotte coming up here next weekend than you, sir, because you're in your crew and your staff and going to be welcoming in NASCAR Nation here uh next weekend for the uh, Bank of America Roval 400 race weekend. Uh, that, once again, will be October 7th and the 8th for the Xfinity Series playoffs, as well as the elimination race in the uh, Cup Series, sir. And uh, I had the great opportunity to come out to one of the Roval race weekends. In fact, I think I've been to a couple of the uh, race weekends there at, at Charlotte Motor Speedway, sir. And you and your staff are always so generous, so great in dealing with all these great fans that come into 
to um, enjoy a beautiful weekend, not only at your track, but all the surrounding areas outside of the track and the, the city of Charlotte. So um, maybe some of those fans are going to be uh, traveling to uh, Charlotte for that race weekend. What You always got something great up your sleeve for uh, for the fans. So tell us, uh, Mr. Walter, what, what do you got up your sleeves for uh, the fans who would be coming to the track for the uh, Roval race weekend? Well, so, you know, we try to make it the, the entire weekend, you know, full of programming and really robust so that, it's compelling to be here. So Friday, Friday morning, we start, even though there's not any action on the track, we start off with this, the STEAM Expo, which is, you know, kids, elementary and middle school coming out here and appreciating all the science that goes into and, and technology that goes into to making the race team possible. We've got 80 some on vendors, about 3,200 kids will be out here kind of getting a, a peek into what racing is all about. And then Friday, we also have, you know, our hauler parade, which was so well-received. You know, people really enjoyed having the haulers kind of old-fashioned, come through the fan zone, got music, got Tim Duggar playing out there, got a fireworks show out there in the fan zone, kind of all to kick the weekend off. And then, obviously, you've got the, the Xfinity race on Saturday and then cup racing Sunday. And, and, buddy, what's so great about being here is that it's all here. You can go see the teams. You can go see your favorite, you know, go by your favorite shop. You can go down to the Hall of Fame. If you're a fan of the sport, right, at some point in, in your journey, you ought to come to Charlotte and enjoy all that makes this community so special. And another great thing you did uh, earlier in the week is you had some of the Cup Series drivers painting the pit wall pink. Uh, to, you know, you guys are also doing breast cancer awareness with a special program that Kurt Busch has been doing for the last few years, but now he's handing that uh, honor off to Eric Jones. Uh, tell us a little bit about this um breast cancer event and program that you guys participate with, with the, uh, the pink netting that'll be on the uh, vehicles that, that race weekend. Sure. So, so basically October is breast cancer awareness month. And we've been partnering with blue cross of North Carolina for, I think this was the 11th, this is the 11th year we've been doing this. And we first started it. We just, we painted the pit wall pink. And so when the race is broadcast you know, nationally and internationally, that pink pit wall, which stands out, kind of draws attention to the, the fact of, of, you know, the benefits of early detection and treatment. And then when Kurt Busch came up with the idea, and if you ever hear that story, you ought to get him to tell it about how he came up with the idea of a pink net, a pink window net. This windows of hope or net of hope were actually to get all the drivers, I think, in the Cup Series. And I'm not sure if the Xfinity Series is going to be able to do it this year or not. But those nets then get donated to, to charity, get auctioned off for, to raise money for also for breast cancer awareness. And then something cool also that Blue Cross North Carolina has been doing is they actually um, will get um, survivors to submit to talk about, you know, their treatment and, and their healing and their journey and then design pace cars. And so there's a couple of pace cars um, designed. You can go to our website and you can vote, pick the a pace car that you want to lead the field on on saturday so it's just it's really cool how how we integrated all of that together to bring awareness um to, to breast cancer and, and again early detection and, and treatment speaking with the executive vice president and general manager of charlotte motor speedway greg walter on this week's edition of southern race week radio and one of the coolest things that happen at y'all's tracks uh, here at our home track atlanta motor speedway and all along the tracks of uh, a NASCAR is the affordability of going to an event, taking the family of four. Uh, ticket prices are extremely affordable. Uh, most events have free parking. You're able to bring in beverages and food into the facility as well. And you guys are no exception to that rule. You guys do a great job of making 
uh, a family of four or five able to come out to a race, enjoy a weekend, see some great racing. So tell us a little bit about some of the ticket packages and the deals you have available. Yeah, so uh, there's so many different options out here, my friend. Um, Alfred, you can, you can you know, very high end or low end, but the cool thing has been this thing we've been doing for years that is the kids ticket. So no matter where you sit in the facility, if you decide you want a really high end seat that it could be, you know, uh, over a hundred dollars, um, your child who's 12 and younger could actually sit beside you for just $10, right? So it's like you bring a family out here, you got two or three kids, you know, if you paid the, the retail rate for those seats, that could get really expensive. And you may or might not know if they're, they take to racing or not. Um, I will tell you, it's a great way. We all we all know that from many of us, the way we got introduced to the sport was because someone brought us into it. Right? I, I was introduced to the sport. A friend of mine said, "You need to go to the race with me." I had I didn't know much about racing, but fell in love with it right after I attended my first. Actually, it was an all-star race. It was my first race. Um, everyone else I talked to, someone introduced me to racing, and a lot of times it was a family member. It was my my grandparents or my parents or, or aunt and uncle who took me to a race. So we want to make that affordable. So if you just go, if you go to the website, charlamotorspeedway.com, and you begin to click on there, there's all sorts of ticket packages, different areas. And, and Albert, you know this, with this, this road course being, you've been able to see an entire road course from the grandstand. And no other place is like that. You know, road courses are usually kind of stretched out. This feels more like a city course. It's very technical, tight turns, but there's really not a bad seat in here. Um, some have more better views of certain turns. But all of it, you can see the entire road course at once, which is really unique. And that's why we're always so excited when this time of year rolls around. Well, we're really excited for the Robo Race Weekend Elimination Race there for the uh, NASCAR Cup Series playoffs and also playoff action uh, for the Xfinity Series. Uh, tickets are going quickly. Campsites are going quickly as well. So as Mr. Walter suggested, head on over to charlottemotorspeedway.com or call 800-455-FANS. That's 800-455-FANS. To get your tickets, get your campground sites, and enjoy an amazing weekend at the Charlotte Motor Speedway the weekend of Friday, October 6th through Sunday, October 8th with Xfinity and Cub Series uh, action. Uh, Mr. Walter, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Good luck to you and your staff as you welcome in NASCAR Nation for an exciting weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And we appreciate you being a part of this special Charlotte edition of Southern Race Week Radio, sir. It's always a pleasure to be with you, my friend. Hey, everybody, this is Chris King, driver of the Howard's Cams Competition Products NHRA Nitro Funny Car, and you're listening to Southern Race Week Radio. Well, race fans here on Southern Race Week, I'm WB, and every single week in and week out, we'd like to bring you up to speed on all the cool things you can do, and while you're at the racetrack or while you're uh, making a weekend vacation out of race weekend, and we have stepped out onto the old Food Depot Highline here and reaching somebody with some credibility, somebody who brings some talent finally to this show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our friend from the Visitors Information Services, Betsy Gustafson. Welcome to Southern Race Week. Thank you so much for such a wonderful welcome. I appreciate that. Well, you're often imitated but never duplicated. There's only one Betsy <laughs> Gustafson. So there you go. <laughs> Now we, uh, you know, we're based out of Georgia, and um, mm -hmm. my wife and I's second home, I guess you could say, in Georgia would be Savannah, and uh, that I hear that Charlotte makes Savannah look like a shopping mall. I mean, you know, like Charlotte <laughs> is just the just the the best places to eat, the best places to shop, the best places to go. 
and there's so much things to do. Is that true about Charlotte? Because I honestly have ne- I've been to Charlotte Motor Speedway, but I've never been to Charlotte and just actually enjoyed myself because I've always been working. <laughs> Well, great. Well, race fans and you as well definitely need to book some extra days before or after a race um, coming up because there is so much to do. We're not called Charlotte's Got a Lot for nothing. So plenty of restaurants. We've got Johnson & Wells University, which um, turns out wonderful chefs. Uh, so many shops and things like that as well. So if, you, if somebody can't decide and they wanted to go uh, somewhere to eat, Optimus Hall is a great choice. It's an authentic old meal which has, of course, that fun industrial vibe and then a little of everything. Everything from Noble Smoke has wonderful barbecue and the banana pudding might be my favorite thing in town, though, that they offer. And um, then there's Chinese, authentic Chinese dumplings, uh, Spindle Bar, a brewery, uh, you name it. Uh, Optimus Hall has it. And then there's beautiful rooftop restaurants here. Uh, people can get wonderful photo ops at places like Fahrenheit. And if they wanted something a little more low-key, Rewrought Irish Pub is uptown, and it has a fun upper deck patio as well. So just can go on and on about places to eat. Shopping, of course, up near the track, there's Concord Mills. And um, in Southwest Charlotte, there's Charlotte Premium Outlets, which are great choices for outlet shopping. Uh, oh, blah, 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 blah. Don't be saying nothing about no outlet shopping on this show. <laughs> Could be dangerous. There, yeah, there, there, there's too many men, <laughs> men listeners, and, and they get that has wives, especially mine, who is the president and CEO of Southern Race Week, who just loves. Like she'll send me to the racetrack. She'll go shopping if you say Alan Mall. There, so there you go. Okay, okay. And that, well, my brother just walked out with more bags than the women when he went out shopping. So there's something for everybody. Uh, we've got local boutiques in South End. South Park Mall is that upscale experience. And then if people are vintage or antique treasure hunters, I recommend Gibson Mill in Concord. And in South Charlotte, there's Sleepy Poet. So Plenty to I do. Definitely, yep, yep. Plenty right. to do for sure. So if somebody wants to get information about the Visitors Information Service and about some of the great things that we've talked about so far today, where can people go to get in more information about planning a trip to Charlotte, the AKA Queen City? <laughs> That's, absolutely. So charlottescottalot.com is our website. It's great for ideas, events, uh, special passes that we offer. Uh, please follow us on social media, and people can also go to charlottescatalot.com and subscribe for five to try, which can be delivered to their email each Monday, so if they are planning a trip in the future. And then come see me and our team at the Visitor Info Center. We're open seven days a week at 329 South Tryon Street, and our specialists can provide customized information, you know, just ideas specifically for what folks want to do. We also have the official Charlotte City Guide maps, and we sell souvenirs with the Charlotte brand and also some wonderful handcrafted items from over 70 local vendors and artisans. And, that, and if you that, can't, that website yeah, again is what now? Sure. It, it's Charlotte's Got a Lot. Charlotte's Got yes. a Lot.com. That's it. Okay. That's it. Yep. Right. And if you can't get in, you can always email me at info at Visit Charlotte, too. All right, then. Well, do y'all have, like, a social handle or anything like that, uh, Instagram or anything? Or Sure. The Visitor Info Center is part of the whole Charlotte um, 
social media brand, and the show's got a lot. So you can find us if you go to the website. You can find the Visitor Info Center on there as well. Oh. And we also have an 800 number, 800-231-4636. Okay. It's open weekdays for people to call. All right, then. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, it sounds like Charlotte is a great place to not only go to a, a race, um, but it's also, I know per- personally, just because I just have a lot of friends that a lot, got a lot more money than I do, and they go out of town a lot more than I do, but that go to <laughs> that go to Charlotte and have told me that it is a beautiful city. And again, I, I, I love Savannah, but they say that Charlotte is is like savannah on steroids when it comes to the beautiful Aww. charm and and the the streets and everything else so congratulations on betsy on having the best job in the entire world in I charlotte do. you got it <laughs> you got it love well, it listen betsy we sure do appreciate you uh being on southern ranks week here it's may this may be your first but uh, hopefully not your last time being on the program because we Aww. love we love having great Wonderful, energetic people like yourself on the show, as opposed to some of those country music singers. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, we are honored to be a part of this. We thank you so much for inviting us. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southeast. We wrap up this very special edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we have been celebrating the city of Charlotte, North Carolina as they'll be welcoming NASCAR Nation here the weekend of Friday, October 7th through Sunday, October 9th for the Bank of America Roval 400 Race Weekend. And we want to thank our great guests for joining us this week. Of course, the Executive Director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Winston Kelly, the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Charlotte Motor Speedway, Greg Walter, and the Manager of the Charlotte Regional Visitors Bureau, Betsy Gustafson. So thanks to those great guests for joining us this week on the special Charlotte edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And don't forget, this is your final opportunity, your final weekend to enter and possibly win two tickets to the Roval Race at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Sunday, October 8th. And also we'll throw in a couple of passes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte, North Carolina. And all you got to do is head on over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. Look for the posts with the Roval Race Weekend logo as well as the NASCAR Hall of Fame logo and all you got to do is like and share that post and that's all you got to do to enter your way in to possibly once again win two tickets for the Roval Race at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Sunday October 8th along with two passes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte North Carolina and we'll be drawing six winners randomly to win that prize package so make sure you join William Marber on Monday October 2nd as we will be on Facebook live announcing those six winners of that stellar prize package and once again it's two tickets to the Roval Race at Charlotte Motor Speedway on Sunday October 8th, and two passes to the NASCAR Hall of Fame, compliments of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Charlotte Motor Speedway, as well as the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. So good luck, and hopefully you win that great prize package, and enjoy the beautiful city of Charlotte, and see some great racing at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and enjoy a great day at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll catch back up with you next week for another all-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. (laughs) 